Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We feel good about it, but like you said, this is 48 hours or less after the game still. And it's this is, you go through our process like we always talk about. The coaches are going to go look through everything from the spring through the summer through the season. Um, personnel will go talk through everything and, and from look at it through our lens. And we'll get together, we'll talk about it, and um, exit interviews here will be part of it and might meet with the coaching staff and then we'll all get together and then um, we'll make appropriate decisions that we feel we need to make. Chris Greer, calm before the capocalypse starts. By the way, you can listen to the, I know the Dolphins are no longer in the playoffs, but you can still listen to the NFL playoffs with us on Saturday. We've got the games here beginning at 4 p.m. Sunday, you can hear them on our sister station AM 790 starting at 2.30 p.m. Uh, so, Omar, who who's not going to be back next year? Uh, Xavier Howard? Mm-hmm. Unlike, not, not, not that I blame him. I saw a headline this morning. He is not interested in a pay cut. I do not blame him for not being interested in a pay cut. Uh, who else, uh, big-time players, uh, you don't expect back? He, he is going to be taking a pay cut. The question is, how is he going to do it? Ah, um, right. Now, understand that the Dolphins, uh, Xavier is is clearly identified as one of the few players who um, will not be here at their existing contract. You could put Emmanuel Ogba in that group as well. Mm. You could probably put Jerome Baker in that group as well. And the release of those three players, while it's going to create some cap space for you and understand that you are $41 million at the least – um, and the cap isn't set yet, so the numbers estimated. It's estimated yeah. you're about forty one million dollars over the cap. Jeez. Now for the start of the league new year, which is going to be I think in February, sometime in February, you have to be under the cap, which means you're going to have to purge your roster, which means you're gonna to have to restructure some guys. Um and when I say restructure some guys, that means change their base salary Tyreek Hill probably would be one of those guys that's you're probably gonna have to give Tyreek a new deal right you're probably gonna have that that's not a restructured situation because you've already restructured him Uh, you're going to have to probably add a year on to his deal um and give him a new contract you can find a way to make the 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 money cap friendly yes yes and this is why you know most Dolphin fans who follow me for a while they know that I have said for forever the cap is not real and Technically, the cap is not real because it's not going to prevent you from doing anything that you really want to do. Dead money does not exist. 
Um, it's not real. It's monopoly money that you're basically preventing yourself from doing things because of this fictitious money that you don't have to pay anybody. Right. Um, you've kind of already paid it to the player. Um, and I've always said the cap is not real because it's not going to prevent a team from doing anything that they want to do. And let me give you a perfect example. If the Los Angeles Rams said, hey, everybody in the league, Aaron Donald is available. He's the highest paid defender in the NFL. And if you would like him, it's going to cost you a third round pick. Knowing Chris Greer and Steve Ross, they're going to say, uh, raise our hand. Yes. We're, we're interested. We would like to be in this conversation. We'll give you a second round pick. We'll give back. you exactly. We'll give you a second round pick. <laughs> Christian who? Uh, <laughs> that, that's exactly how the conversation would generally go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Even though they're $41 million over the cap, why would it not stop them from doing this? Because the cap is not real. It's a fictitious number about monopoly money, and it's not going to prevent you from doing anything that you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, where it becomes troublesome and problematic, and this is exactly where you are, you know those guys, you, you, just like we talked about you know, uh, in, in the 6 o'clock hour, um, it's a birthday dinner for your wife. It's a table of 16 of her friends. You said you're going to pay the bill. And, you know, everybody's ordering on their third round of drinks. And the lava cakes are flowing. <laughs> and everybody ordered this big fancy meal. And lobster. we got appetizers. We got appetizers at the table. And you're enjoying yourself in that moment. Yeah. And then eventually the credit card bill comes. And it's a $2,400 dinner. Yeah. And, and you're like. We're trying to organize the dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to put down the credit card. Uh. Okay. You enjoyed yourself for that moment, but then when the credit card bill comes uh, at the end of the month, and you're like, "Okay, let me put five hundred dollars down on it," and you know, then the next month you went out and you said, "You know what? I need this new couch. Uh, this I can't live without this new couch. Let me put it on the credit card bill." And then the next month comes and you say, "You know what?" I, I don't have the money to pay it right now. Let me put five hundred dollars down on it. Now all of a sudden your credit card bill is six grand. Yeah, it's maxed it, out it, it, all of a sudden. And you're just literally just paying the minimum yeah. to, to carry you to the next. And then the interest accrues, the interest accrues, and you're, 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 and you're basically just paying the interest. You know what? Three months from now, you know what? My wife needs to go on this Royal Caribbean cruise. <laughs> Let me just put it on the credit card. Yeah. And then you're just paying the minimum, and you're just living your life, and you're carrying on, and you're living your life. Well, that's how the Dolphins have conducted business for the last two right. years. So, but you're so – are you saying that what, wrong with that? Well, what hasn't been real? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you, I think that felt called out on no, that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. New Orleans has been living off that for the last two decades. Okay, and look how look where they are. They got a Super Bowl, but, but does it? Uh, that, uh, uh, two decades ago, a decade ago, they still compete. Yeah. But, yeah, but they, they do. You, you, you're you right. Talk, you're right. They about, do. Though, the cap not being real. Event. It is real yes. at some point, right? No. Eventually, it is real. So it's real and now. It's real for the Rams last year because the Rams yes. have been living on that program. That's right. And then. They have to get rid of good players, so they, but and that's saying, how you ended up with Jalen Ramsey. The Rams got a Super Bowl out of it. The yes. Dolphins got eleven wins out of it. Eleven that's wins and no playoff victory. Yes, wonderful. That yeah, you can live in the moment if it ultimately delivers the payout. Right. It did not deliver the payout for the Miami Dolphins. The, pay, the payout was uh, seventy points in a game. That, yes, that, that was the high point. And exactly me. what you're going to do now is you're going to go to Steve Ross. You're going to go to Daddy and say, Daddy, I got this credit card bill. Can you help me pay it? Um, I I'm, I promise you I'm going to change how I'm living, but I need you to pay this credit card bill for me. 
And for Steve Ross, he's going to do it because he loves you. And he's 80. Yeah, uh, I mean, so you're just saying because he's got money, he should just I'm, I'm, pay, I'm for, saying cause, cause pay he's, your debts? Because he's old and he doesn't, have, he doesn't have time for another rebuild. Hmm. So, but but you know the rebuild is coming. Yeah. You know the rebuild is coming, and the question that you need to be asking yourself, and you should realistically be asking yourself, is: Can we afford to pay off this credit card bill with another credit card and keep the party going, yeah. or should we start buck tightening, tightening, tightening things down and paying down some of this debt? So what do they do then? What's going to happen? They're going to let the party. They're going to let yeah. the party ride. Yeah, they're going to. The the, the, they're going to let the party ride. Daddy's going to throw down another credit card, and it's, you know, and and but that becomes at some point irresponsible. Yeah. And I think that this is 2024 is the last season that you can do this, especially considering the wise move is to make two a play on his fifth year option, and then. Twenty-three million dollars. Shed a tear for him. Nobody's shedding a tear for him because he'll probably be the highest-paid player on the team. Yeah, and nobody's going to shed a tear for him, and he's going to probably be upset. But that's the wise thing to do, considering your circumstances and your situations, and try to piece back enough of a team that can actually win you something. Now, the problem that I have with that is when you piece back this team, you're going to be doing it with veteran players playing for relatively the minimum or two grand on one-year deals mm -hmm. because that's how you have to operate right so then it's really you really are putting all your cards on the table for one year you did it last year and you'll have to right. do it do, do it that do it again this yeah. year but the, the the issue with the capocalypse is it's going to cost you a lot of players because you can't afford to keep the robert hunts or you can't have you know fortunately connor williams suffered a, a, a season-ending injury that's probably going to have him healthy for mid-season, so he's not going to be breaking the bank. Um, he's probably going to be playing on a one-year respectable deal, not not you know not killing it. Maybe who knows what Drew Rosenhaus can can manage and and pull out of a rabbit out of a hat. Same thing with Andrew Van Ginkle. You're fortunate enough that he suffered a really catastrophic foot injury that he's going to be playing next year, but he might have to play on a one-year deal. And, you know, who knows where where that's going to take him. Also another Drew client. Mm -hmm. Who knows what Drew can deliver. Um, so you don't know what's going to happen with a lot of your key players. And here's the problem that I see with what's moving forward. Do you trust and believe in Chris Greer's drafting ability to fill the holes of the, the Jerome Bakers, to fill the holes of an Xavier Howard? Because those are guys that are out the door. Right. Um, because you can't afford them. Yes, Manuel Agba, you don't have a need for him because he doesn't fit your scheme. But tell me who's going to be your pass rushers now, especially yeah. especially with Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips probably being back healthy yeah. at midseason. Coming off serious injuries. Who, who, who is going to be your pass rusher? Are we yeah. running it back with Melvin Ingram? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? I no, forget he's can't. on the team sometimes. You can't, you can't do it. No, no, no. I mean, you, you don't have – here's the problem, Vlad. You don't have choices in this situation. You're You're not – you're basically going to be saying to edge rushers, "Hey, we got a one-year, two million dollar deal on the table. Um, who's interested?" And that's how you have to build your roster because wow. of the situation that you put yourself in, living off credit card debt. And so, how good is your roster really going to be? Yeah. 
Well, one thing's for sure. Uh, next season, football-wise, it's going to be a YOLO year for me. I got the Dolphins paying their their interest uh, on the, the high-limit credit card. I'm going to have my Miami Hurricanes with Cam Ward at quarterback for a year, which is going to be a lot of fun. want to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. Alex Dono in for Joe Rose today. Omar Kelly, Vlad is here. Keep it locked to AM560 Sports WQAM. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, this texture speaks my language, Omar, from the 786. Finally, we can talk about Cam Ward, a real quarterback, rather than... Some words here I cannot say. Uh, rather than moan, well, I guess you could say this, bitch and moan about noodle arm Tua. Wow. Thank you, Donna. Noodle, noodle arm <laughs> noodle Tua. Arm okay. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, and I, I, I'm, 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 I'm anxiously anticipating because you're the only voice of, of reason. You and Matt Shodell are my only. Oh, Shodell's awesome. He's a, he's a tad more neg, which is fine because I, I tend to be very positive. He's a little more negative than I am, but it's a good that, it's you, a good yin and yang. You, you know me. I need yeah. that balance. Oh, of course you do. Uh, uh, um, so Cam Ward, I had never seen him play. I just knew he was. He the, played at Washington State, so a lot of people like east of the Mississippi had not seen him play very much. I had to do a lot of catching up. Like I, I knew of Cam Ward and I'd seen him play, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to pretend I watch a ton of Washington State games. Okay, now whose style would you compare him to? Like if he was an NFL quarterback, who would he be? Ooh, um, it's it's funny you say it um, because I'm not I'm not saying he's as good or will ever be as good, but the 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 comp that a lot of people use is Patrick Mahomes. Just for what? His sti- Come on! Say, get, Sorry, throw that the out. Style that. comp. The style comp because a little because he can so scramble. Anyway. Yeah, he, so you would say he's Caleb Williams then. Um. Yeah. So somewhat similar. So he's not like he he's he's mobile, but he's not really a runner. He's more of a play extender. Okay. And he's a All very right. good. He's very good with his improvisation. Keeps his eyes okay. downfield. Improvisation he hit, skills. He can hit deep balls when plays break down. Okay. All and, right. And the reason why I said, and again, I'm not saying he's as good of a player, but the reason why I use the Mahomes comp is. The, uh, the quarterback trainer that was working with him when he was preparing for the NFL. Ultimately, he decided not to go to the NFL this year, but that that was what they threw out as the comp as a player. So he's Of course they did. Yeah, well. well I mean, the reality is how, where is he from an accuracy standpoint? Where is he from a diagnostic skills standpoint? Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell you some, some of the str- – I already talked about some of the strengths. Uh, strong arm. He does throw a really good 50-50 ball, and he's got a good deep ball arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we're not, we're not. Um, what's that? Uh, right. Um, it's not a noodle arm. 
uh, there was a quarterback after Brock Berlin, Kyle Wright. Remember, he couldn't throw the deep ball. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't do a lot of things, unfortunately. <laughs> Even though he was the number one recruit in the country, I don't know what happened when he got here. He did have it's, four it's, offensive it's coordinators in four years. Player there. development. The development was not there. No, so so with Ward, I, I used to watch their practices. That was back in the day when we can watch all the yeah, practices. Right. Um, he was good at a lot of things, except for throwing the deep ball. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, he, here's my question on this, Mr. Cam Ward, okay? And I know college has changed drastically since I – people don't realize this, but I used to cover the University of Miami back in the heyday, seven great years, which, you know, they were bad years back in the day when they were going to yeah, back-to-back we, we, Peach we Bowl. we thought then that they the, were yes, bad years. We thought then they were bad years. <laughs> uh, I know Larry Coker's the bum. Uh, you're still not going to touch a 60-15 and 15 record. Um but is the talent around him good enough for them to be competitive in the ACC? Because right now, college landscape has changed. You get the quarterback, you should have a good right. team. So, so the big the big question that that I have, and I'll talk about the talent as well. I, I was actually I was uh, I did an appearance yesterday talking about Cam Ward with someone who covers Oregon, and mm-hmm. the Oregon people. Did, Mario Cristobal is persona non grata. They they just despise him now, uh, and so you know he he asked me questions with a lot of negative negative tones on it. But uh, I think to me the the two things that could potentially hold Ward back, and I'm just playing devil's advocate because I expect him to do very well at Miami. Coaching philosophy: if they're too conservative and they don't allow him to attack downfield and go vertical, coaching philosophy could hold him back. Um, and the other thing is he, he has had fumbling issues, uh, okay. you know, coming from a guy who likes to move around, improvise a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that the fumbling issues partially get cleaned up because Omar at Washington State, you know, I, I watched uh, enough enough highlights, um, you know, since since he came into the picture for Miami to see their offensive line was terrible at Washington State. He's going to have a much better offensive line at Miami. Mario mm-hmm. Cristobal recruits his mm-hmm. butt off. Yes. So hopefully Ward That's the one get... thing we should know. I, yes. I, I covered Mario when he was an offensive line coach. Yes, so you at know. tight end yeah, coach. Yeah, when he was at there, Miami There's before. one thing that he should be able to do is effectively build an offensive line, and, and you know I believe the game starts in the trenches. Right. So so Ward, Ward will be behind the best offensive line he's ever played behind because his O-lines were porous at Washington State. That's one of the reasons why he wanted to get out of there in addition to you know I think he wanted to mm-hmm. play in a market and for a team that could get more exposure than Washington State did uh, that part was obvious so the offensive line should protect him much better uh, we know Miami's going to have the type of running game that can take some pressure away from Ward that's oh, another hope. thing he you did. hope Don't right say you know you but hope the running game was really good this past season and that's again something he didn't have at Washington State he mm-hmm. was the show he had to play hero ball they didn't have much of a running game didn't have much of an offensive line uh, people can debate the wide receiver talent I still think Miami would like to try to bring in like another veteran receiver through the transfer portal mm-hmm. but Xavier Restrepo came off a thousand plus yard season he was very good this past year uh, Jacoby George who's you know he's he's got some issues with his discipline. Way too many penalties. He drives way too fast. Apparently, yeah. we came to find out this past week, but was really productive on the field last year. Uh, Miami lost uh, Colby Young, who was kind of their big target. They lost him in the transfer portal. They've got a guy Isaiah Horton, who's got a similar size profile, who did pretty well with limited playing time this past year. They hope he's going to step up, and they got a ton of young guys, Omar. So it's like, how quickly can guys who are heading into their second year? like Ray Ray Joseph, 
Robbie Washington. How quickly can those guys step up? Uh, Robbie barely played last year. Ray Ray played a little bit. And can JoJo Trader from Chaminade, how quickly can he step up? And can they get the tight ends more involved? Because the tight ends were kind of a non-factor in the passing game last year for Miami. Yeah, and that uh, so shouldn't be the case with, Mario, be the case. with Mario Cristobal. Especially shouldn't be, yeah, he's a former tight ends coach. Yeah. He should be a former O-lines coach. And Miami, we used to call it tight end U. It was not it, tight end It NU was tight end U. Um, back in the day, Notre Dame was the only school that could rival them. Um, yeah. and, and they're still producing good tight ends in the NFL. Brevin Jordan just you know let 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 his team to a to a touchdown yeah. uh he, he, one what the hell is incarcerated ward Incarn- uh, it, it's an FCS school. That's where he started his career at Incarnate Ward. What? Incarnate Oh, it's That incarnate. was the name of a school? Incarnate yeah. Ward. Incarn- incarnate Ward. Oh, Incarnate. Yeah. Inca- not incarcerated. Uh, incarcerated <laughs> Ward. What, what the hell is incarcerated you thought, ward? You thought he started at a prison the, academy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yard. That's my dyslexia acting. No, up. Incarn- uh, incarnate word. That was uh, the FCS school where he started. And you know, obviously, he was okay. he was uh, a man amongst boys at FCS. Then he went to Washington State. He lit it up for two years at Washington State. So, how does a player like that fall through the cracks? I know he played in Texas high school football, but I mean, come on, you're a decent quarterback. I know you only threw for a thousand yards in in high school football, but come on, incarcerate. Yeah, I'm incarnate not sure. Ward. Uh, I, I don't I don't know his specific case. Like some sometimes when player when good players end up at schools like that it, it can yeah. and, and again I don't know what his situation was I can't speak on it but sometimes players end up at schools like that for grades reasons off the field mm-hmm. troubles like there's a lot of different reasons why you end up starting your career at places like that I'm not sure what his case was the, they, they did win three Southland Conference championships it's a Texas school yeah. so yeah. obviously um, they had some familiarity with them, and nowadays you, you kids just go someplace where they can play, so they can enter the transfer portal and upgrade their careers. Um, Washington State, I mean, the stats and the numbers are pretty impressive. Yeah. Threw for three thousand yards, th- two straight seasons. He, yeah. he threw for more yards last year, and I know the conference play was very different, but he threw for more yeah. yards than any ACC quarterback threw for last year. Um, yeah, but they don't play defense exactly. in 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 that whatever they call themselves now. Uh, it's like it, the Pac two now. It's the, yeah. Two teams left. Yeah. Um, my issue, and I don't know the young man, have not seen one literal clip of, of him throwing. My issue is how quickly can he learn and how, how do they are they going to have to, not that they shouldn't have to simplify the offense because clearly they didn't do very well with it last year. Um, how quickly can he be indoctrinated into what they're doing and are they going to build an offense around him? Right. That's a great question because one of the things that it's going to be interesting to see, and, and this would seem to fit pretty much with Mario Cristobal's philosophy, they they want to, for him, because I think this is something he wants to prepare for the NFL the following year, yeah. to incorporate more pro-style concepts. Yes, and you know, Miami he, should be running pro-style. He, 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 he comes from an air raid background, which actually fits with, I'm sure the terminologies are similar with Miami's offensive coordinator, Shannon Dawson, who comes from an air raid coaching tree. So and it's good. Ward, Ward is on campus now, so he's going to be around for the spring, which is big because you have that whole that whole time, all those practices and media sessions to help install, mm-hmm. which is you know, it's important. So, so he showed up and rolled. He entered the draft, realized I'm not going to be a day a day one or day two pick, and um, basically said, "Okay, let me upgrade myself by 
playing college football for basically one point five million dollars, or is that the number? Because I know you've heard the number. It's it's uh, you're it's very close to that number. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. It's I I actually um, I actually heard that um, you know, and this is just me spitballing here that they actually ended up uh, getting an NIL deal that was less than what it would have been if he hadn't declared for the draft first. That it actually worked out better for Miami in the end. Okay, so he's basically clearing a mill, though. Yes, clearing, clearing a mill to play college football. Which, hey, if if you can hustle it, hustle it. Yeah, a- and sure. Um, more more money than he would make first year in the NFL. I understand that, like get, getting yeah. the jump before mm-hmm. your second contract is important. Yes, but if you're going to be a third day draft pick, no, there's no guarantee uh, no, you that, stick uh, on a roster. Remember, remember, um, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, University of Miami. They had a quarterback and probably the best quarterback that we've had in, in a while, and he ended up being a late round draft pick to the Lions. Um, oh, Kaya, Kaya, Brad, yeah. Brad Kaya, Brad Kaya. He should not have left a year early. No, he, he should did not, not do himself any favors with that. Yeah, uh, and and unfortunately, um, quarterback happens to be one of those positions where the more polished you are, the better chance you have of having success. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, what's happening now is these quarterbacks just keep transferring and hopping around programs, and yeah, they're learning a different style of offense, but the continuity isn't there generally. Um, but I mean, if teams are going to pay you a million dollars to come to the program, yeah. it is what it is. Right. Um, so, what's the ceiling that you put on expectations for that yeah. team? Based on the fact that now they have, where would you stack him in hierarchy of quarterbacks in in, in the conference? I mean, up up there near near the top, uh, for sure. You know, Flo- Florida State brought in uh, DJ Weungalale, who DJ Weungalale, the, the former the former Clemson quarterback, who you know, got, oh, who's supposed to be all world, but you know, did didn't turn. He he actually he was also in the Pac-12 last year. He was at Oregon State, had a pretty good year, not as good of a year as Cam Ward. Uh, so yeah, with Florida State's got DJ Weungalale now. You know, Drake May is is off to the NFL. That was you know that that was probably like the top. him too. R- Riley Leonard from Duke went to Notre Dame. So like he's him. out of he's out of the conference. Ah, so he he's, he's out not, of the conference. He's, he's not in, he's not he's, joining the uh, NFL. I like that. He yeah, he went to Notre Dame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's still he's not draft eligible yet. He's still uh, he's still too young. He's a hot, he's a baller though. Yeah, and you know Clemson's got uh, Kate Miami Klubnick, couldn't afford him. Who hasn't lived? Um, well, it was funny with him. There was tampering city with, with for sure because when when Drake when uh, Riley Leonard when he hit the transfer portal, Omar, this is very uncommon. He put a do not contact tag on his announcement, which means you already know where you're going. So it's like. You can't. You can't at least pretend for a few days that you're open I mean, to taking bid, visits. Bidding, like, right? Yeah, Weird. Like, yeah, you gotta. You gotta open up the bidding, yeah. brother. And, and at least like do your next school a favor by at least pretending they're not tampering to get you because you know they're not really supposed to contact I mean, you it, before. It, it, exactly what? And I'm glad that we're having this conversation because now in this day and age of college football, exactly what is off limits? Because they're. I mean, I can't think of anything that isn't out the bag already. Well, I mean, I mean, back when I covered college football, there used to be book bags full of money. Right now, right. now it's on top of the table, right. we, we, and it's actually better this way. I know people think it's worse now, but yeah. it, it was worse before. You just didn't hear about it because you were illegally dropping bags of money. Now it's legal to drop bags of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but as far much. as you, know, you, you asked me about Miami's ceiling. Um, you know, I, I don't. 
I don't think they're going to be a championship level team. They they might even make the playoff because it's going to twelve teams next year. Like if you if you win the ACC, you would be one of the top twelve teams in the country. Like my, Miami should be able to contend you for sure an ACC that? championship. Well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't get you top four, but winning would probably get you top twelve, winning the ACC, right? No, my, Miami should be able to compete for that. Um, you know, I I don't know for sure if they'll be better than Florida State, even though Florida State's turning over more parts of their because they had a lot of those transfer mercenaries yeah. last year okay. that won't be on the team again this year, but they're doing really well in the transfer portal again this year. So F- Florida State's <laughs> going to be really good. Um, I think a lot of the other teams, Clemson, Clemson should will be, be good. Back. Clemson will. Clemson was kind of back last year. So towards Cle- the end, towards the yeah. end, yeah, they started getting their swag back. Clemson yeah. will be competitive. Uh, Louisville's got a really good team. Their quarterback held them back last year, but he's gone. So hopefully, so, uh, and who they get in the transfer portal? See, I can't. Oh, I can't recall. Uh, uh, I know they got somebody. I know they. Yeah, got I, somebody. I know that's how. Hey, yeah. And and this is the question that I have about the new college landscape. I'm I'm trying to pay attention, but this is like become like. For me, I'm an expert at the business of the NFL, and now with college, you got to like study the business of college football. Right. And it's crazy. It's uh, way it, crazier it, it, than the NFL. Here's what I can tell you: kids actually don't want to leave college anymore. Yeah, because they can make just as much money being in college than they can if they were a six round or. Can you round imagine pick? if they had NIL when Tebow was playing, dude? He would. Lo- he wouldn't have left early. Wouldn't have had to. Right. And you know he might I don't have think stayed five left or early, seven. didn't he? He did, did leave one year early. Oh, he, he? he could have left two years early. I think he just left. I one think he year left. Early. Yeah, he was a red yeah. shirt. He might have been a red shirt yeah. junior or something. Yeah, exactly. But uh-huh. a lot of great players might have stayed another year or two if they were yeah. getting that type of money. Because not all of them in college, some great college players are not good NFL players, right? And no. you know, and a lot of those guys know that, or they should know that. That uh, I'm, I'm reaching my ceiling here in college. Like Johnny Manziel would have destroyed right. NIL. Oh. Yeah. Right now, oh, he yeah. did destroy. He, I mean, he did, he, but he, it was, was the reason legal. for nil. Yeah, yeah. but right. legally, he would have been crazy right now because he wouldn't have to go in the NFL at any time soon. He didn't need money anyway. Well, <laughs> he, claims I mean, he claims he was true. it was a little lie with all the money, but you know. Yeah, I mean, he was he was entering. He was better off. Yeah, yeah. he was better off. Yeah. Um, listen, it's just crazy. Uh, I would like to see the University of Miami get back to you know you know my standard. It's Peach Bowl. Let's <laughs> just get back to the Peach Bowl. Let's just get back to the Peach Bowl. Yeah. All right, yeah. that's where that that's where it all went haywire when you turn your nose up at the Peach Bowl. Yeah. And now, hey, let's just get back to that being the standard and, and see how we how we move on. But this transfer portal stuff, man, is crazy. It's uh, it's it, this is how you build franchises, well, and it's also it's so crazy because now like uh, and I enjoy every second of it because Alabama's been a dynasty, but now all their their fans are bitching and moaning now because obviously Nick Saban yeah. retired. I think the coach they got is really P uh, DeBoer, uh, Kalen DeBoer from Washington, really good coach. We'll we'll see how we'll see if he can do even thirty percent of what Saban did. But the Alabama fans are bitching and moaning now because Omar, the regular transfer portal. Was open for about a month, but when a team loses a coach, the portal opens again and players can leave. Uh, so Alabama's like losing a bunch of players now, but players from other schools can't just enter because it's only open for teams that lost their coach. So it's like they're losing a bunch of players that they can't replace right yeah, now. So yeah, they're yeah. all pissed about that. The Bama oh, fans. okay. So is Miami ended up with some of these Bama prospects? 
Florida State's actually landing a bunch of them, which is one of the reasons why I say they're crushing it. They're, they're do, Florida State's doing really well in the transfer portal. They're going to have a team full of mercenaries again. It worked out pretty well for them this past year. Obviously not as well as they thought it would. So, Dono, the fact that a coach like saving retiring, right? Yeah. And then obviously all the top names like Norvell, um, the, the Kalen, the coach from uh, yeah, DeBoer. Washington, DeBoer. Yeah. Um, they all got new contracts. Yeah. Uh, well, I because mean, of the Saban thing. Because of the Saban thing. Because and, well, they all have the same agent, Jimmy Sexton. Jimmy. Oh, they do. Yes. Wow. So Jimmy. That's been, why. Yes. Jimmy been pimping. Jimmy's pimping yeah. the been, game. Jimmy been pimping for two decades, man. It's crazy. Because yeah. all of a sudden, all these guys got longer contracts yeah. and with more money. And I and I, and you said, like you said, all these Alabama players transfer. Most of them transfer to Florida State, and I was like, that's because they know that their coach, as of right now is going to be there for a while. And and what you right. guys don't know is Jimmy used to be producing the, the, the prospects for these coaches as well. And really? probably still is. Yeah, Jimmy's a player agent as well. Jimmy has – so Jimmy, I just and knew Jimmy, him as the coach And guy. Jimmy's with CAA. Yeah, uh, oh, Jimmy's, Jimmy's, been, Jimmy's been funneling players to coaches for <laughs> decades. And even at Alabama, they, they used to get paid from Jimmy. Wow. Uh, now you know wow. they, they, it's it's now it's on top of the uh, it's uh, above board so you yeah, right. you know yeah. you don't have to hide it what you're doing yeah. so I'm wondering if he's still funneling players to Alabama wow, I, I'm I'm you know or or probably that's why you have to go with a Jimmy client because Jimmy still yeah. provides the players yeah so no it's it's great this racket that Jimmy Sexton it's amazing yeah. where a big job comes open he strategically links a bunch of his clients That's to that correct. job and they all w- one of them gets the job but the other <laughs> the, ones the, all the, get raises the, because ab- of the job absolutely that's the jimmy sexton way he's been yeah. doing this for two decades amazing and people don't people don't pay attention to it and and then still funneling the players to the programs that he has his coaches it's 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 like it's much like um the you know how Nike and Adidas have their basketball players and they go to the basketball yeah, schools. That was always a big thing. Uh these these play these prospects they've been with agents since they were you know you think Drew ain't out here right around yeah, the Pop Warner program. It's always been big in basketball with the AAU and now yeah, yeah now now it's because they're they're introducing uh, high school NIL around uh, a lot. California already has it. I think, high school NIL. I, I think Florida's getting it soon. What yeah, high school NIL. Oh man! Well, I mean, they've been p- getting paid anyway. The, right? Uh, yeah. and, and listen, th- that would be big for a lot of the uh, a lot of the South Florida players. Or like you, you were you were talking. He's now technically a college player, but you were talking to me about uh, about uh, yeah about um, yeah about Jeremiah Smith from Shamanad, who's got a really good social media presence. Like guys like that would uh, be making a killing with NIL, and he as he will be at Ohio State, mm-hmm. he'll be making a killing there. All right, we'll wrap up the seven o'clock hour. Speaking of coaches, Jim Harbaugh is putting himself in a pretty good position whether he wants to stay at Michigan or go to the NFL Alex Dono and Omar Kelly in for Joe Rose on AM 560 Sports WQAM where do you think they struggled against you guys struggled against the good team so much um I don't know I think it's it just piggybacking off Mike I just think it's a combination of things we've we've we played some uh, good football teams and um the majority of the games were fairly close late in the game um you know, and, and for various reasons, um, we weren't able uh, to pull it out and win it. So I think those will be something we'll go through and evaluate and look at through here in the off season, and, and that's what the whole spring is for. To, as Mike said, you look at it's not necessarily improving the things you're great at; it's working at the things that you know where we had struggled. Would like to finish better. 
Dave Hyde, who asked that question to Chris Greer. Dave Hyde is going to be joining us in about 30 minutes. He's going to be on the show with me and Omar Kelly. You know, Omar, looking looking back, you know, he asked Hyde, asked Greer the question about, you know, why the Dolphins weren't better against good teams. Yeah, I remember when they put up 70 against the Broncos, but McDaniel took a pass on trying to set the scoring record. My thought at that time was, I don't care about a scoring record. I'm about winning playoff games and winning a Super Bowl. Now that they have done none of those things, I go back and look at that and I say, man, I wish they'd set the scoring record in that game. Uh, they still had memorabilia put into the Hall of Fame for, from that game. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's it's you know I get where you're coming from, and I I was all about yeah get the record. Who cares about? Yeah, see at that time I'm like I, I don't care about I don't class. care. Yeah, at the time I was like I I I admire the sportsmanship because I'm thinking I want to see this team actually win something that matters. They yeah. have not done that, so now I want that record. Yeah, I mean we came into the season saying uh, nothing but a playoff win for the first time in 23 years would yeah. would would do for this franchise. Um, would be make it satisfactory and and I still stand on that I still think that now you you the fact you have the longest playoff drought that's not a that's not a positive thing that's not that's not ideal but if you do look at these circumstances and I know everybody's going to look at them as excuses but um, how you finished and dismounted the season is you know you basically fell on your butt and you know, it's kind of hard to do your gymnastic routine when you got two bad ankles. Yeah. Um, and that's just the reality of where you were as a team. I mean, everybody's going to say, oh, the defense performed great. Well, what were they? What, what, what did they do great? What did they do well? Did they rush the passer? No. Did they cover well? No. Did they produce turnovers? No. Um, so exactly how did they you know that the, they, they you, did rush rush the passer well at times when they had healthier personnel i mean yeah when i'm talking about how you finished the oh season. you finished no they didn't do much of anything well you're right yeah i mean and everybody's like oh well they kept them in the game okay that's cute that's cute yeah. but um reality is that this had become a defensive team for the second half of the season even though they had the number one offense that's right um and you know even Jalen ramsey said it uh you know in the Kansas City game, we saw it on Hard Knocks. You, know, you didn't because you're too lazy to stay up and watch it. I, you, I don't you, think you went to bed on lazy time. to stay. Yeah, I guess that works. Yeah, I yeah, went yeah, yeah. You went to bed on time. I mean, I'm I'm dragging. You saw me drink a salt. You saw me take sips of a Celsius, which I know gives yeah. me migraines. Um, I think I'm gonna drink a Celsius during the next break. That'll be my third dose of caffeine today. Uh, wouldn't you be like? running on the walls if you did that hey, wouldn't you want me for the last two hours of the show running on the walls uh no uh <laughs> um but it's it's a you know it's a situation where you know they were they were doing their gymnastic routine and and had two bad ankles and the dismount i mean you fell on the ground you got a bad score Sounds like a whole lot of excuses, Omar. Uh, I know these are these are my these are my justifications, not excuses. <laughs> I like that word. Uh, yeah, you'd be a good politician. Uh, they are justifications. <laughs> Here are my justifications for why the gas prices are so high. And and on top of that, the caliber of opponents that you got mollywopped by, Baltimore. And I make the yeah. argument on that loss: nobody in the NFL was beating Baltimore that week. Yeah, but you could have at least kept it competitive. That would have been you, nice. You, you were up seven nothing. Yes, ten seven. And it was fourteen thirteen. And um, by the way, my favorite thing to do is to be on you know the app formerly known as Twitter during the when people react to the first quarter of a game because I remember it when the Dolphins were up seven nothing. It's like see 
we can hang with these guys. We can yeah, beat these guys. Absolutely. And then on the flip side, some of the most fun I had on social media, when the Hurricanes actually beat Texas A&M last year, they, they had an awful first quarter, like nothing was going right. And then everyone on my timeline is like, oh, we're going to lose this game 75 to nothing. And they came. It's like I try to withhold judgment until like the second half when I'm tweeting during a game. Like it's Do you? I tried uh, yeah, to. I in the last game after the first two drives, and I saw the offensive approach. I was like, I tweeted out, I really like this offensive approach. They they only had one week to prepare for it, but it looks yeah. completely different. It looks custom made for this game. Whoops, <laughs> <laughs> man! <laughs> Did I? And I didn't tweet much during the game. Yeah. Um, sometimes I, you know. Sometimes I'm in the mood for tweeting, and sometimes I'm not in the mood for tweeting. I know that feeling. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, I've been yeah. on that app way too long to always be in the mood. Yeah, it, it's like it's like you're you're in a marriage for uh, for 20 years. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you know, sometimes I I feel like I I want the abuse, and then sometimes yeah. I'm just a little bit too sensitive for it. Yeah. So, and no matter what I tweet, I know the abuse is going to come. Oh, so, yeah, I've so, seen your timeline for sure. Yeah, so I was just like, you know what? Let me not tweet during this game. Um, and boy, did they light me up on that, uh, as the game progressed and, and that game, you know, after the two drives and yeah, it worked for two drives until the Kansas city chiefs made adjustments to it. And then it didn't work and it looked like a travesty. Um, yeah, they lit me up and the next morning I had to apologize to Twitter. Like, you oh, know, wow. this was a, cause obviously the tweet didn't age well no. and I, you know, and I'm, I'm not a takedown tweet guy. Neither am yeah. I. I'm glad you have integrity. Yeah. Right? Because also, it taking down the tweet is a terrible move because the people who really hate you screenshot it anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you only look worse. When you take it down, you yeah. look weak. Actually, I, I'm, I'm lying to you. I'm exaggerating the truth because uh, somebody, like, yes, last week, somebody retweeted something I tweeted in 2013. Uh, uh, not even going to discuss what the topic was, but it was kind of controversial. Oh. Uh, that was back in my reckless tweeting days. Right. It was uh, a different uh, time, uh, though. Yeah, it was a, yeah. Oh, 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 it was a completely different time. <laughs> and I saw them retweet that, and I was like, you know what? Let me delete that tweet before somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, like you can't re you can't retweet something I tweeted thirteen I mean tweeted ten years ago. Yeah. It's it's like come on, man. Yeah. Like, like how do you even, like how weird are you to even find that? Though? Oh my it's god. Insane. Uh yeah. It was uh I'm not even gonna discuss what the topic was because today it's it's like cancel culture. It was like Oh no. Yeah, it, it was a cancel worthy tweet and I was just like, you know what, let me take that off the, yeah. the these airwaves just just in case. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm not a I'm generally not a tweet deleter. Yeah. So I will address my tweet. Like yesterday when I wrote the Capocalypse column, kinda explaining to people what your off season's going to look like and how basically the the gist of the column is that was the best team that you were possibly going to assemble around to a tongue of Aloha. It's going to get worse, and you're going to have higher expectations from it. And that's just the reality of where, where this franchise is. Yeah. Um, and everybody's – and the first 50 responses, I thought you said the cap isn't real. <laughs> 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 Which – yeah, never forget. Yeah, no, and I, and I still stand by that. Yeah. The cap isn't real until you've spent a couple of years living on credit cards. Well, no, it basically, it, it's it, the perfect it, analogy because that's like it's like half of America, or probably more than half, for people who are like, money, I'm just going to run up my credit. It's not real money. I'm just going to put that on my uh, credit card. Yeah, right? live my life. Eventually it comes due. Eventually it comes due. 
And and when we say eventually, you could look at the New Orleans Saints and they, you know, you ended up with Teron Armstead because they were maxed out on their credit card and couldn't afford him. Right. Uh, and, and that's what you've done. You've built a team on on people that, hey, you can't afford them, but we will. Yeah. You can't afford them, but we will. You can't afford Tyreek, but we will. You can't afford Bradley Chubb, but <laughs> we, we will. will. You can't afford Teron Armstead, but we will. You can't afford Jalen Ramsey, but we yeah, will. We, we've got a card with a higher limit, but, uh, exactly. but eventually uh, uh, you, uh, reach, uh, you, you reach the uh, ceiling. Eventually you reach the limit. Yeah. And we have officially reached the limit. Yep. All right, 8 o'clock hour coming up here on AM560 Sports WQAM. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.